0: And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show tonight. Allison welcomes a guest. She's an actress and comedian, you know from Young Sheldon, Big Little Lies, and the Kaminsky Method. It's Sarah Baker, and she's a writer, producer, and the inventor of a new kind of rape whistle for women who find themselves trapped in a room full of fancy card shufflers. It's Wendy Molyneux. Tone Zone is here to deny rumors that Taylor Swift's new single "We're Never Ever Wearing a Robe Together" is about him. I'm her husband Daniel saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen.
1: Hello, my little bucatini. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. 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 By Megan Taylor. All sorts of fun stuff on Patreon. we got bonus episodes of The Friend Zone. Daniel and I just recorded an episode together. We answered your questions, and then we had a cameo by Elliot. Uh, There's a level where you can text me, and I'll text you back. You can see videos of the Thursday show, Um you, oh, you can submit carbs for the guests and you can submit questions for the Monday show guests. All sorts of fun stuff. Um, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. And if you sign up Patreon. for the an annual annual subscription, you get two months free. So it's 12 months for the price of 10. Um, that's I, a good deal. Very excited to welcome the guests to the show, but first I just have to make a little one more announcement, which is please check out and subscribe to my new podcast, Upworthy Weekly. It comes out on Saturdays. It is a lighthearted look at the most engaging and popular stories from the week before that were on Upworthy.com. I co-host it with Todd Perry, who is um, a, a very fun guy with terrible taste in Christmas music. I have found out, so please check that out. Um, I'm very excited about it, Upworthy Weekly. Okay. Very excited for this group of guests. Sarah Baker. Hello. Welcome. First time on the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. It's exciting to see you again. I used to see you at the beginning of the pandemic, and we will get into that. Wendy Molyneux, welcome back. Hi. Hello. Your haircut looks great. I know that you were saying you hate getting your hair done, but man, they did a wonderful job. Guess what? I haven't
2: had it done, Allison. Wait, oh. what?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god! I'll tell you it why. It's been good, a whole though. saga. Thank you. I tried to. Uh, I took a shower today so that because I knew I would be appearing on camera, so Ooh. it's clean. Ooh. It's clean, and then I put it in a bun all day so that it would. You know, you guys both have cascading locks. If you're not a Patreon member, you should become one just to see Allison and Sarah's <laughs> absolutely you. cascading locks. I can't grow my hair that long. I'm riddled with jealousy. <laughs> But I thought if I put it in a bun and then took it out, it would have some volume, which it does. But it's been a whole saga. And I can tell you every reason for the last four, three to four weekends now, I have not been able to go. Because last time I was on the show, which must have been about a month ago, yeah, I was about to go. Lots of things happened since then. OK, I need to know. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've been that's I
1: mean, that's I've been meaning to talk. to. I know something. I know there's we're going to get to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Daniel Quantz, Hello. Oh, yeah.
0: Hello. Hello to everybody. Thank you, Wendy, for the new underwear.
2: Oh.
3: <laughs> I forgot about that.
2: <laughs> I forgot. Did we do a bit where I gave you underwear? I think it was the bit was that I gave
1: Jeff clothing and in retaliation you dress as lawn. You were lawn giving me new underwear. And
2: then you're you were- having an affair. Oh with- yeah. Allison gives Jeff underwear. Yeah. And I found that
0: out. Right.
2: And so then you don't I to dress. Tell me,
0: I remember. I know
2: I dress as your lawn, and I lay in the grass <laughs> and wait for you to come outside so we can have our affair.
0: That's right. Well, and
2: sometimes I find Daniel in a state of arousal looking out the
1: window at the grass, and I don't.
2: Yeah, <laughs> a what's state of arousal.
0: I have a thing. I have I like a thing. That for, I
2: couldn't keep that bit straight. <laughs> I have
0: a thing for piles of grass.
2: Yeah, don't <laughs> I know it? <laughs> 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 and hello, Tony.
3: Hello. How's it going?
1: Good. How are you doing?
3: I'm doing all right. It's been a busy time. I feel like this is when things start slowing down for everybody. And then this always seems to be when I get busier. So
1: It does not feel like it's slowing down for for me at all. Yeah? I mean, I guess the music industry shuts down for six weeks or something around now, but the Allison industry is kicking into high gear. It's booming.
3: It's booming
1: booming okay off off yes wendy fill us in i i need to know let's just map out what's gonna happen here i need to know what's going on with your husband i need to know why you haven't oh gotten your God. hair cut i need to know whether the pastrami arrived in time for your dad's birthday and also uh i need to know either from you or from sarah three so when someone new comes on the show i like to find out three fun facts about them True fun Ooh. facts. And it can either be Sarah can, can offer them or Wendy can offer them about Sarah. And just to explain, oh. cause before, so Sarah lives in Burbank and at the beginning of the pandemic, we were going on these family walks and we would bump into Sarah and her fella. Yeah. Uh, but then, now are you still going on the walks? Cause we, we stopped with all that, with all that oh. fresh air.
4: Yeah. We, I mean, we get on like, um jags where we're going all the time and i feel like we're off right now but typically also the this whole sun thing i like to go like it's sundown because i'm a very pale lady so i don't really like to go when it's like blaring sun yeah but then somehow or another getting it together to go for a walk at like five o'clock just i don't know it just doesn't work as well so i've not been out there as much but okay have you kno- met other friends on the walk? By the way, <sighs> wait, like, what? Real friends. Wait, what did she just
3: called you not a real friend?
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! No, zing zing no. zing
3: zing zing. No, zing.
4: we already knew of each other, even though we we, we had. I don't know if we'd actually met. At, we, like, when we, met, met at her. we met birthday, at Wendy's um, birthday. Yes. When she was in
2: her into escape. I don't know if you're still into escape rooms. I would be if there was a world. Yes. I mean, there is now. I think they are back open, but... Somehow like a small room with everyone breathing in it, like literally the whole point is you can't get out of the room just yeah. still feels right. very <laughs> weird to me right now. Yeah. So. Right. So I think we met at her birthday. Wait,
1: but I, I didn't quite hear you. Did you say you've made real friends on the walk? Because I'm just going to.
4: people that I hadn't previously oh. known, like you guys that I previously.
1: Right. Knew. You mean like new friends as opposed to your great friends, Allison and Daniel.
4: Exactly.
1: You get it. <laughs> this you makes get sense.
4: Me. Did now, you. We met random people like this cute couple that have a baby and we would see them on our work on our walks and it was like this surreal world of like we can't see our actual friends now but i'm seeing strangers on walks right but then they were so cute and we would see them so frequently that one night this is pretty early on in quarantine they like left a card under a mat because they hadn't seen us for a few days and they thought maybe they've died from covid or are ill isn't that crazy, but That's, also so nice? But then how did you respond to the card? I think she left her phone number in there that time. That's so sweet. Am, Isn't that? I mean, am I t- go ahead.
0: Am I too cynical that when someone's that friendly to me, I assume they're trying to like uh, witness me, you know, invite me witness to. Witness
4: you? What
2: does that mean? Oh, like uh, religious?
0: Like they're trying to no. They're trying to like save my soul for Christ. You know, like yeah. I get, I get this- an
4: Amish.
0: of <laughs> To you know, like uh, hey, you you look like a really cool guy.
4: <laughs> um, We're
0: having a you know barbecue this weekend, and I feel.
4: I... I guess I feel that would have come out already because we had sat like not sat stood on the sidewalk on opposite sidewalks and chatted with each other. So I feel like I would have known if it was a weird cold. That's so or, nice there. Right. Yeah. Um,
0: right.
4: Just a fun fact. Oh, we already got a fun fact. Oh, that was a fun fact. That's a fun fact. I don't know fact. how fun it was. Uh, you know. It wasn't very evocative of like my personality
0: or anything. It's about as fun as just... it gets on this show.
4: Okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Wendy.
2: Yes. Pastrami. You, you had ordered pastrami for your dad's surprise well, party. <sighs> guys it's been a wild time since we last spoke because was that the day of no, it was yes the, the, the day before. Okay. So then the next day turns out my, so one of my sisters was flying down. She gets here. She finds out her daughter at home has COVID. Oh no. Yes, so, so she's it's a happy potential. ending. Everything's fine. Okay. So, but my sister then, who's was triple vaxxed, is with my parents, who are older, also triple vaxxed, but also like they're like this and like, oh shoot, you yeah. know, like ah, like somebody's in the house with with our parents with COVID, and it's our sister, but she doesn't have it. Her daughter had it, but her daughter turned out to be the only one who got it. Her oh. other daughter didn't get it. She didn't get it. So it was like, but the party got canceled. Oh The no. dinner got canceled because she had to fly back Yeah, because her daughter had COVID. So right. it was like, you know, it was wild. So the pastrami did come and we kept it because it was supposed to be a surprise dinner. So what am I going to do? Drive down to my dad's the next day and be like, here's a bunch of pastrami. No reason. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this is right. a very strange thing to do. So we decided to keep it, the box, and eat the food. And then I'll order him another one cause it's just food. It's like having a bag of groceries, you know, yeah. or whatever. So that, and then I also, I didn't get my hair done because I got a text from that lady that Friday saying she had been exposed to COVID at work and she wanted to wait till she could get tested before she had clients in that weekend. Mm-hmm. And I think she was fine because then she rescheduled for like two weeks later. But then my husband had what we thought was going to be a gallbladder emergency surgery that weekend, but then they didn't take it out that weekend. We had to do it this week. He got it done like, oh wait, last week on Wednesday. So I still couldn't go because he was out of commission this weekend. So I still have not had my hair done because there's just calamities abounding all around me. Everyone stay away from me. Do you think it's because you're trying to get your hair done
1: that it set this, all these
2: balls in motion?
1: Oh, that's probably the only explanation. (laughs) Well, this is, um, you know, Last week, I was saying that I haven't heard of anyone sort of near me, in my like anyone I know, knowing of anyone who has COVID right now, which is the first time in a long time, that it hasn't mm-hmm. been that way. However, then I said that, and then Dave Tooney said, oh, my sister has it right now. So I said, well, then I take that back. But now yeah. here's you with a couple stories, too. I mean, I guess it is... On the right going to be rising again. I don't know.
2: Mm-hmm. Unless we all get boosted, I guess. And the kids have their. They, my kids got vaccinated, so that was cool. Nice. So pluses and minuses. Yeah. But everyone in my sister's family is fine. Good. So that. In fact, her daughter never even had symptoms. Had they not been randomly testing, they would have never known. Right. But Which and and wild. your husband is doing well. You'd
3: think yes, I would
1: up, know that
2: given the affair that the, I think I'm having with him. I forget the bit now. Yeah, but. you didn't get him any post surgery underwear. No. Um, but yeah, no, he's fine. I guess the gallbladder surgery, I guess is pretty easy. I mean, it was like 90 minutes. He was in and out.
0: Does it change anything about his lifestyle going forward? I mean, what does the gallbladder do?
2: It digests a lot. The reason you start getting gallbladder attacks is if your gallbladder stops being good at processing fat, I guess, and gets stones in it. And then if you eat fatty food, you get these terrible attacks. So he had had one. And, um, now I think you have to start by eating less fat almost no fat, but then you can add it back in your body. Like learns how to do it.
0: Huh.
4: Yeah. Like my dad had it and he did not change his diet at all. I mean, like, <laughs> right. I, you know, in, in a typical dad way, like, I don't even sure. think right after actually he was, cause he's older by the time they took it out. He didn't realize he wasn't, he didn't think he was having issues, but it was like almost like dead in his body. Yeah. Oh so yeah. When they took it out, like they said, if they had accidentally like punctured it or something, like he could have died because it like would
2: gangrenous, like, right? Yeah, it it his becomes body gangrenous with poison. Oh my god! Basically.
4: Oh, I didn't so know luckily this. he didn't. But it took him like, I mean, months to recover. And he's even though he's older, obviously, he's generally in pretty good shape, but. So oh, yeah, wow. I, didn't to tell, that long? I didn't want to tell Jeff that beforehand, just in case His must must have It must but... have been
2: because he was older. Did he also, did they, with your dad, they probably had to open him. No, it was still, a, I think it was, it was still, still laparoscopic. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I, yeah, I, I, Jeff, I, they, I mean, honestly, he went into the surgery at 4.30 and you have to leave. They don't have somewhere for you to wait now. So I could yeah. be with him up until the surgery, but then when they're in, they don't want you like loitering. Yeah. So I literally went to a diner and ate dinner. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what to do. And it was dinner time. So I was like, I'm going to go to the diner and eat dinner. So I sat outside of the diner and ate dinner. And then like, I think like literally an hour and 20 minutes later, they called. I, like, I barely had time to like, he really interrupted my meal. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I was just finishing and my phone rang and I was like, hi. And they're like, he's fine. He's done. You can come back. And he got to go home the same night. Like we were home by 10 PM. It was wild. Absolutely wild. Modern medicine.
4: I think that's how it was with, I had my appendix out. Which is similar just in that it's, like, laparoscopic. And and I was the same thing. I, I had gone into the emergency room, like, the night before. So I did end up being there a while. But then once they did the surgery, I think I was gone a few hours later. Yeah. Sarah,
1: to realize you needed your appendix out,
4: were you having, like, crazy pain? Yeah, but it was confusing because I, I thought I was having, like, stomach problems. Like, mm-hmm. my stomach didn't feel well. Mm. And then... And it was right before – I don't need to get into the whole long story. But it was, like, right before, basically, I was graduating from this, like, kind of improv program or whatever, the Groundlings. And so I was not treating my body well right at that period. But anyway, I just kind of stopped eating. And then I realized, like, I haven't eaten in, like, a day and a half because I'm scared to eat because it doesn't feel well. And so I finally went to the doctor. And then they were like, oh, yeah, you – need to get your appendix out. That's wild. Yeah. And Wendy with Jeff, the, the, the pain that he was having
1: that took him to the ER, what did he think was going on?
2: No, he. Here's what happened. Because this is so boring. If you like to be bored, tune in to Wendy. <laughs> um, he had had gallbladder issues like two to three years ago. Okay. And they said, well, eventually you'll have to have this out because he had. But what he did was like change his diet. He reduced the amount of fatty aid and red meat and stuff like that. And he didn't have any attacks for years. And then the Wednesday before, he thought he was going to have the emergency stuff. Or no, like it was like, okay, so like, I don't know. Someday he had another gallbladder attack. A few days later, he went to the doctor. They did a blood panel and his liver numbers were bonkers. Hmm. They were like, go to the ER. Something is very wrong. They thought there was like a gallstone had gotten loose and trapped somewhere. And that, that apparently can make that the numbers go crazy. But when he was there and he was there like Friday all night into Saturday, they did a bunch of tests, scans, et cetera. They don't see this, but they realized like, oh, it was there. It went, it went on through. Oh. So then he had actually, he wasn't in any pain. They kept going like, what's your pain level? He's like, I'm not in any pain. I had some blood work that they said, blah, blah, blah. So like eventually by the time it was all done and they let him go home, they were like, you need to have this surgery, but it's no longer an emergency. We'll schedule you to come back on Wednesday. Got it. So that's what happened. So okay. Yeah, but if you do have gallstones, it is coming out eventually, apparently. So like you might as well do it sooner than later is what we learned. And so then did he have pain when it went through his pee-pee hole? I don't think it goes through your pee-pee hole. I think it goes out of your bottom Oh, probably, right? Because it's yes, like digestive. A kidney stone goes out. Kidney the, stones. Gallstones you know. don't
4: ever come out unless you take the gallbladder out. Mm.
2: But this one they can, they can move out of the gallbladder. That's what it happened. It went out of the gallbladder somehow mm. and went somewhere. But Where that's would how it, it go? I don't know. I'm guessing I bet it just it dissolves. Out? I don't know. Your, or I it it dissolves. goes in your stomach
4: and dissolves in your stomach acid. Oh, I have that's no probably idea. true. That's true. But that's what I'm saying.
2: But they can move out, and that's what can create an emergency. That's why he was it in gets the ER. Like stuck in
4: the duct or something, oh, stuck yeah. somewhere near your
2: liver or something like yeah. that. Right. I don't your know. Biliary it comes duct out your eye. Something. I don't know what happens, <laughs> but like he's fine. The upshot is he's fine. But I learned a lot about gallbladders.
4: I love that this story yeah. started with um, pastrami. By the way, it's like. <laughs> what happened but for some
2: reason well it wasn't even the pastrami he had barbecue Mm. that's what it was he had barbecue this we haven't eaten the pastrami it's in the freezer
4: oh darn it
2: this is possibly the most medical show we've ever
1: done yeah and i recently had very minor surgery um but but i hadn't given any update on the show, although it's the kind... Of, and so it, so it's going to be medical for like two more minutes. But it's the kind of thing where it's so minor and it's so like, who cares, that I feel like, do I really need to update? Do I need to give an update? Except that people have had some questions. So just real fast. Um, and it's... <laughs> <laughs> I had to have a hysteroscopy, which is where they uh, an operative hysteroscopy, which is where they put a camera inside your uterus, look around, and then take out anything that's not supposed to be there. Um, and so I had thickened lining, and they were a little bit worried. Uh, the The chances of it being anything worrisome were very low, but worrisome enough that I was a little bit worried. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, I think whenever there's like the possibility of this could be cancer, then it's it's worrisome. Um. But thankfully, it was, uh, it, it just nothing worrisome, uh, just thickened endometrium. And there's various, uh, th- theories about why that's happening. But, uh, I, so the questions were, did you get Versed? Did you get to enjoy the Versed? Because I've talked about Versed being just my favorite experience in the world. Um, I forgot to, to tell them. Let, can you let me know when you give it to me? So I did get to enjoy it for like a second, but they wheeled me into the OR, and then the anesthesiologist said to me, "How are you enjoying that cocktail?" I love that. Like I love that they love to call it a cocktail. They do. That's, they they lo- did that with Jeff too. I love that. Like as if a lay person, like the only way I'll possibly understand what it is you're giving me is if you put it in in. You know, like fun recreational terms. But anyway, uh, I said, Oh, I didn't realize you gave it to me. And then they, or I didn't realize it was, you had given it to me yet. And at some point they all started laughing. So I, and I realized like, Oh, I do feel like I'm melting. So I think that I must have just only said half of the sentence or like been really slurry or something. So anyway, it, but all in all, a very good experience. Um, I, I didn't love that. I mean, and I should have realized like you were saying, Wendy, because of COVID, Daniel couldn't stay. They didn't even want him to stay with me beforehand. Uh, So
0: I had just called ahead and told them to tell you that.
1: (laughs) Well, it was convincing. (laughs) Um, But here, since we've talked about medical situations and, and weight and all that stuff, I will say, so I had my pre op appointment, and then I had my surgery, and then I had my post-op. And for the pre-op, they weighed me. When I went to go have surgery, they weighed me. And then I, I was thinking, the post-op, and by the way, the pre-op was just a conversation. Like, I feel like that could have been done on the phone. Um, and then the post-op, also just a conversation. And I was thinking, when I was headed there, I'm like, they can't possibly plan on weighing me again. It is two weeks later. and. And also like, we're just having a conversation. What anyway, we get there and she's like, as she's taking me back, could you step on the scale? And I said, do you, do you, we're just, it's just my post. Like, do you really need to? And she's like every time, every appointment. So I got on the scale, but
2: I just don't understand why it has to be every what single, do- what type of doctor, what type of doctor? Uh, a gynecologist. No, you don't have to. You can say no. I I declined.
1: I know. I was thinking of saying, could you just write down patient declined?
2: In the same way. You can. You have every right.
1: Yeah. It's weird because when I hear of other people, like my parents were out somewhere before they were all the way vaxxed. And there were people who, no, when they were getting their vaxx or their second vaxx, I mean, there were people or there are people who had their mask down below their nose, and I'm like, "Did you say something?" And they did say something, but to me, it's like so obvious you just say something. And yet, I find myself in situations where people don't have their mask on fully, and like I can't. All of a sudden, I like don't have the balls to just say something. And in that situation, again, I was like, "I guess I'm just going to step on the scale instead of saying patient declines." And then I, and then I, I do this thing where I'm like, um. You know, it's just information like it's just information. Why but however, but I know that it's information that like makes my brain go bonkers, so I may as well just decline it if I don't I don't know. Anyway, I know I'm all over the place.
2: I I don't imagine
0: it's a data point that that they're looking at. You know.
2: Yeah, through. I know, but if the doctor came right, out, there are times when they need it and times when they absolutely don't. Right? Like they actually do need it for yeah. surgery because of the anesthesia. They yeah. need to weigh you right before because that is like calibrated to your weight. Right. It actually has to do with your weight. You go back two weeks later and you have, you're not doing anything. Like you're not trying to get pregnant. You're not doing anything. Like germane to it, and they weighed you two weeks before, you can say no yeah. like right. you can, for just if like you're going in for like a broken toe or something you can say no, like- I think you can you
1: can pretty much always say no, and I mean politely, and then you know if they really need it, then they could say, "Oh, we need it because of x, y, z, but I just was yes. surprised at how meek I got
0: I just read about there's yeah. like some dinner that they have at Buckingham Palace. I think it's like a Christmas dinner, and, and the they tradition, weigh you. the tradition is they weigh you before. You go in, and then they weigh you at the end because they want you to have gained like three pounds, which means that <laughs> you've enjoyed yourself.
2: Right. Are they
1: serving like an especially salty broth? Like that. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't know. It goes back to Henry the Seventh or something like that.
1: Was this a TikTok you watched? It
0: isn't. <laughs> probably, probably.
1: Listen, I want to tell you guys about Masterclass. You've probably heard of Masterclass. I had heard about Masterclass... And was always like, I really want to explore this, but then I didn't until very recently. And now I am so into it. I was learning about writing earlier today from Judy Bloom and I can't wait. And there's also comedy from Steve Martin. There's learning there's about cooking. Everything Gordon Ramsay. I know. And this Judy Bloom told this story about, uh, handling negative reviews. She got this one negative review on, like, just one on a book that was very personal to her. And she almost threw her, this is back in the days of typewriters. She almost threw, she took her, walked her typewriter to a canyon in New Mexico. And like held it aloft over the canyon and was going to just drop it. She's going to throw it all away. And she actually got choked up telling this story. And then this voice in her head was like, how, how silly are you going to stop writing because of one person's opinion? And then she ran into, I'm giving it all away. She ran into that woman later and that woman apologized and said she'd been having a bad day that day. The
0: woman, the voice in her head?
1: No, the negative review, Daniel. Daniel, you need to take multiple masterclasses. You're not following you, I want anything you to take, I'm saying.
0: I want you to take the interior design one. <laughs> we want. I want us I, to take that together. That I, looks really good.
1: I know it does. With masterclass, you can learn from the world's best minds anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace with over 100 classes from a range of world-class instructors. That thing you've always wanted to do or that thing that your husband has always wanted you to do, namely be better at interior design apparently is closer than you think. Uh this holiday, give one annual membership and get one free. Go to masterclass.com slash best friend today. That's masterclass.com slash best friend terms apply. And that it's so cinematic. The, they're shot so well. It's so great. I also want to tell you guys about feels uh feels is a better way to feel better. Feels is a premium CBD that will help to keep your head clear and feel your best. It's hassle free, delivered directly to your door. CBD naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. There's no hangover or addiction. Um, and it just, it helps so much with just feeling relaxed and with, with, Especially with insomnia. Uh, place a few drops of feels under your tongue and feel the difference within minutes. The thing to remember about CBD is that finding your right dose is important. Everyone's dose is different feels offers a free cbd hotline to help guide your personal experience so that you find your perfect dose the feels customer service team is dedicated to making sure you get the best use of your cbd joining the feels monthly membership makes your self-care easy you'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel anytime start feeling better with feels become a member today by going to feels.com slash allison and you'll get 50 percent off your first order with free shipping that's feels dot com slash allison to become a member and get 50 percent automatically taken off your first order with free shipping feels.com slash allison okay daniel have you noticed that our son has become a very low talker and wendy have you ever oh. had this happen with your kids because he will tell mommy I don't know. yeah he, and then it's like at that register i think he's doing it on purpose
0: yeah he he does he gets real quiet especially in the car and oh it's my like, god i can't hear you
1: yeah, yeah How old? I, he's four and he gets car sick. So we have this thing in the car called a noggle. They're not a sponsor, but I do recommend the noggle. It's like this tube that attaches to the air conditioning in front and then goes to the back. So the air conditioning has, so he holds it. It blows air on him. So he talks quietly. The air conditioning's loud. I'm sitting in the front seat. I, I, I cannot hear him at all. And I turn around and I crane so hard to try to hear him. But yeah, we got a low talker of a kid.
2: Wendy, are your kids, have your kids ever ever pulled this? Wish. Stuff? I wish they would speak quietly, <laughs> for even a moment, even just one moment of like I would like a waffle and said, "Mom," like that. That's what I get. I just blew out the mic. Maybe it's just loud. Maybe they're it, loud. If, they're loud children. No,
1: I, I, that's what I'm hearing. I think we need to put him around them, and then sort of like a a balanced pack, like in the Caesar Milan way. Mm-hmm. Either oh, yeah. he'll rub off on them or vice versa. By yeah. the way, I get the, like, I, d- I doubt Cesar Milan offers a class in what we were just talking about because he, he's like, the other dog trainers don't like him. That's the scuttlebutt. Yeah. I don't know if oh. you know this. There's a lot Found of jealousy. Yeah. 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 How did yeah. you hear about that? Oh, I heard about it from a dog trainer. Mm. I feel is it, like. Is it, is it a jealousy thing? Do
2: you that's think that's what I was going to ask?
1: No, I mean, Maybe that's part of it, but they, f- I think he's thought of kind of in the dog. And I, look, I can't speak for all dog trainers, but I think he's thought of as a bit of a fraud. And also he, his, this is what I, if I, if I remember correctly, like his techniques maybe are good for super aggressive dogs, like all the like, mm-hmm. ch- that sort of like prod, like using your hands as a correction and stuff. But then, people who are untrained turn around and do this on their dogs that don't need that kind of handling when really they should be using positive reinforcement. Again, I'm just relaying bits of what I remember from my dog trainer friend. Mm, so it
4: seems like just like almost like parenting things where there's just yes. a different like methods. Maybe. Yes,
0: that's yeah, also, absolutely I, true. I think the other thing was like the show is deceptive. Yeah, you know, It makes it look like he came in and he did these cu- this couple things and they're fully right. trained and leaving out the fact that he like exhausts the dog. With you the know, pickle vest. And gets them so tired and then they're like well behaved. But of course they just, you know, he was on roller skates, you know, running around, running them around the neighborhood until they, you know, were well behaved.
2: Daniel, I bet every show that involves animals is fraudulent to a certain extent, yes. or children. Like I like Super Nanny. I was like, we don't know that those kids change. So yeah. true. They just, just took like- a bunch of footage and then stuck it all together. Yeah.
4: And just like every reality show has either large portions or even small portions that are kind of fudged. They don't show you everything. What?
2: <laughs> i know Don't you. well like uh, even on this podcast today sarah has been relentlessly screaming and running her chainsaw and you guys are probably going to cut that out but probably, probably can't get her to stop. If, yeah if
4: i keep doing it they can't cut
2: out all of it no. <laughs> sarah we just wish that you would it's like i've been on this podcast before is usually like a more chill vibe than running a chainsaw and screaming well i thought everybody here
4: wanted to get to know me the real me
2: so i, have I to, guess I have to
4: do me yeah i As guess i, often
2: fine. Say. <laughs> I guess, uh, I guess tony can decide whether he wants to leave a bunch of the chainsaw in or cut it out or what
3: well thankfully i did just buy some uh chainsaw removing software
2: <laughs> oh good good oh, what wow. fortuitous timing
3: yeah, tony was, it yeah. It
1: was that just coincidence was was there like a Total year-end sale on it
3: wow. yeah i got a good deal on it it was too good to pass up you gotta wow. jump on those things
2: well, cause a lot of celebrities love to do that, bring their chainsaw in and stuff. So yeah. probably on your other show that you do, Allison, where you yeah. interview. Yeah. Both on Childish There's and people. Upworthy. It's just like, is my
1: co-host a chainsaw? That's what people, that's what I have been jokingly saying. And <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping that they'll read into that. I mean, it's really, it's really passive aggressive, actually, when I think about it. Oh, with my, like, oh, is my other host a chainsaw joke? This is not even a joke, you know? I should probably just be more
4: direct. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. and just in my defense, I, my only goal is to become a celebrity and I've heard that that's like a thing that they do. So, you know, yeah. Make it
2: till you make it. <laughs> well, this is the thing, Sarah, you already are, yeah. you know, a no a well-known actress. And so it's mm. not surprising to me that this kind of toot has migrated over here to this show because she puts a famous face on. And of course she's going to bring her chainsaw, you know? Yeah. That's just what happens.
4: I genuinely joined TikTok today. So I'm just working it from every angle that I can, you know? Oh, wow.
2: You really did?
4: I really did. I don't know why. I have no idea Mm. why. I was really muscled into it by some friends this weekend for absolutely no reason. I'm probably never going to post anything and delete it within days.
0: Are you friends with the Chinese government?
4: (laughs) Yes very close so don't Uh, say anything uh,
1: bad about them (laughs) because she has tiktok now so it could be listening (laughs) um i only in the last handful of months got onto tiktok or yes i guess that's the correct terminology and um i find it very entertaining and enjoyable and creative and all the things that people said about it i don't make tiktoks but i do like to watch them although not as much there was a period where i was it was like how I discovered a new show that I loved. I don't feel that way about it anymore.
4: But. I feel I felt instantly angry at it because when you sign up, it has all these little categories, and you click like, "Oh, I'm interested in art. I'm interested in recipes, whatever." And but then the first, and then so you fill all that out, you're in the thing, and then they're like, "Swipe up and start watching TikToks." So I did, and it was instantly, it was like. Somebody being mean to their grandmother in a very staged way. Mm -hmm. And then I mean they were none of them were any.
0: But you shouldn't have clicked on elder abuse as an interest. That's (laughs) why. That's true. It's true. That's a
1: great point. Um have we moved away from the chainsaw bit? Because I did have a follow-up question. Oh, great. (laughs) Okay. So, Sarah, uh, you've been on a ton you've you've been in tons of shows. You've been Kaminsky Method, um, Louie, uh, (laughs)
0: I didn't even mention that one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But she was so good. I had to mention it. Thank you. Wait. Don't let him ruin it for us. Yeah. What was the other? What was in the intro? What was the other one you mentioned, Daniel?
0: Big Little Lies. Big
1: Little. Yes. Big Little Lies as one of the moms. And in each of these roles, the chainsaw has been part of it. Was did. Did they reach out to you because they wanted someone who was familiar with the Chainsaw or was that something that you brought to each role?
4: That's a great question. I mean, they specifically asked me to stop doing it on some of them. Oh. So I don't think weird. that's why they brought me in there. Isn't that weird? <laughs> oh so um,
2: weird.
4: And, and then there are, there are tons of jobs that I had that you haven't seen because I got fired from them. What? for using a chainsaw, yeah.
2: <laughs> That's they always say, like when you when they say action, you start up the chainsaw. Right. Like for the sound department. Yeah. You I like to go that on chainsaw rolling going.
4: just so I'm sure that they don't miss any of it.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know. Oh perfect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, they say in acting class, like have a thing.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know? Like yeah. they Pick say the- that all the time in acting class.
0: Yeah. Be the <laughs> be the chainsaw person.
1: <laughs>
2: have yeah. a thing. Yeah. Uh, So so how how did you guys meet, Sarah and Wendy? Sarah and I did we meet when it was a a baby shower for someone who was going to have a baby and then suddenly went into labor early and then you and I were on the same for Dana. You and I were on the same group chat, weren't we?
4: It's I I I should have prefaced everything I ever said to anyone as saying that I have a terrible memory because I do. But I thought we just met at Dana's house at Henry's birthday party.
2: That's also possible, but it might be that we had chatted like on a Facebook group oh, with so like Bridget, maybe, the, yeah, like the year before.
4: I mean, I definitely I don't have any recollection of Dana's baby shower at the moment, but I no, not I mean, it wasn't a baby
2: shower Its that w- there was gonna be one, and then, and then she went into happened. labor early, yes, and Bridget messaged Bridget messaged a few of us to say, here's some things Dana needs. We should get together people to buy them for her or something. And oh. we did that. I think and that's the first time oh. I had ever been in contact with you was Bridget said, here's what's going on with Dana. We should all like get her some things or something because I she had totally had the baby about three months early or yeah, something really early. like that. So yeah, I think that's really, the first really. time we chatted, but then I met you in person later, but this could also be an absolutely false memory.
4: No, I mean, that so. sounds, that sounds very right. I just forgot about it. Um, and I think I had, I I do think I had seen you perform because whenever we did finally meet, I'm pretty sure I'd seen you at um, IO and thought Possible. you were really, really funny.
2: And I think I had probably seen you like gun Louis. <laughs> Or something like that, right? Maybe. That would have been before remember. we met. I think. Yeah. I, don't, I know don't know what year that was, but I think before I we met. So I was familiar with you, I think. But um, yeah. But we and then our husbands fell in love, and that really also. Yes. They're bonded with a real bond. Those two. And we like were all the we same thing.
4: Pretty aggressive, though. I feel like yeah. Like Wendy and I met, and then I was, and well, oh, I know what happened too. Is well, first of all, I like contacted her about like a Bob's Burgers thing. It's not like, can I be on Bob's Burgers? <laughs> Which, you know, I also did do that later. Um, not really. I
2: don't think you asked. No, I didn't really. We to, to be on Bob's Burgers. Um, Listen to that voice. That's an animation voice right yeah.
4: there.
2: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was your audition, I remember. That was actually just a, a sample of your audition. Yeah.
4: Um, but we, I feel like we, like really went after Jeff and Wen Wendog as I call her because we're close. pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. Um but then we also what also solidified it was we were at a party at a at a a person's house mm-hmm. and neither of us knew really there was like a lot of fancy, famous people there, and none of and we didn't really know anybody there. And Correct. so we were like, these are people we know. And so then and I think Lizzie might have been there too. And then we all like, we stayed together the whole party. Yes. As you do.
2: Out of de- So we became friends out of desperation and yeah. loneliness. Desperation mm-hmm. and loneliness. Yeah. Um, Some of the best friendships are forged that way.
1: I feel like that was like a name redacted, right? Like, you, there was a celeb's name whose party this was, but you didn't say it.
4: Yeah. But I don't know if it's, I don't know. It's not like it's, I mean, it's not like there's a reason to redact it, I guess. But. Meryl Streep. Uh, no. Yeah. I wish. I wish. Nicole Kidman. <laughs> <laughs> She's also, my best can, friend. Yeah. Uh, we are Col- very, Col- Col- very close, but no.
2: Um, David Faustino. David
3: Faustino.
2: <laughs> All three are correct. It was a progressive party, but from Meryl <laughs> Streep's house to David Faustino's house.
4: Those yeah, are the Sally, first. He got the entree, which was was rough. I'm not going to lie.
2: Yeah. What was he it? He would have
4: done better off in the app Fettuccine. Course. He did
2: a fettuccine. No. That was real glommy. Yes. <laughs> it was really glommy. And then we went on to the third person. Oh, Nicole Kidman's house. And hers was all Australian foods. Like um, crocodile steak.
0: Mm.
2: <laughs> um, Bloomin' onions. burro pie. Yeah, and Russell Crowe was just holding court, as you can imagine. He tap dances. So he was doing a whole, he did an hour long tap dance that everyone was raving about. Wow. Um, Except David Faustino felt really upstaged by all of this. Understandably. go well. And then we're all at Nicole Kidman's just living it up, you know? With Russell Crowe. Yeah. (laughs) Like a surprise. Yeah. That was the progressive party we went to. Apps at Merrill Street's house, main dish at David (laughs) Faustino. Because you know David Fustino, Meryl Streep, and Nicole Kidman are all really tight, good friends. So they're Yeah, they're they like were, kind of like a Sex in the City situation. So they sorry. were on a they were on a show together called
4: Bee buds like short <laughs> yep. for best buddies.
2: Oh, and yeah. But they also sold weed. This was in the eighties, but they also sold weed. So it was like Bee buds yeah. like their best friends who are also selling drugs. It was really out cute. Out of a tree house. It was a really cute show. Yeah. There yeah. was like a and they had a little it was kids' marijuana show. <laughs> it was for cool <laughs> kids. You know, kids like that like smoking. You cod. could do a kid's marijuana show. Hell so yeah. Awesome. And they sold yeah. it out of a tree house? Yeah, they had a tree house. Like you had to climb old weed. Up the treehouse. To- yeah, well you would there was a little thing you would lower down. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was like a dumb waiter. <laughs> yeah, and they and anyone could come by and put a little money in it. You know, and there'd be a lot of guest stars that would come by and you know on the tree and the thing would lower and then they put the money in and then uh, you know, Meryl would <laughs> bring it up and yeah. David Faustino would put the joints in there <laughs> and lower it back down. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah. And Nicole Kidman was like always high. That was like her bit, you know. So like she would be like, "What's happening?" Yeah. You know, and like, but like, like
4: Australian, hi- mm-hmm.
2: yeah. What's happening? Uh, crikey! Crikey! <laughs> uh, you know how another people die another dollar. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. The so it was a good show. The odd, for the yeah. time. The odd,
1: the odd couple duo of like Martha Stewart Snoop. I feel that that is pretty derivative of Meryl David Faustino. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure, they invented that.
2: Oh yeah, I mean they were the original Odd Couple. Yeah, The original Odd Couple was based on them. The original play, <laughs> thats right. The Odd Couple,
4: mm-hmm.
2: was also based on them. Like, so much of pop culture people don't recognize. Mm-hmm. It's like how every saying is Shakespearean. It's like so yes. much of comedy is based on B-Buds. But then it doesn't so get sense. So much of modern comedy. Nobody it's talks like, about it. People are like, oh, it's like yeah. Kiwi's Playhouse. It's like, what about B-Buds? Everyone well, forgot no about one, Meryl Street yeah. Nicole Kidman and Dave no Costino believes it. in the house.
0: No one believes it because, of course, you know... uh, The Odd Couple was written before B-Buds, but people don't understand that. Yeah, they don't understand. Go ahead.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Right. They don't understand that part of B-Buds and the lore is that David Faustino came up with a working time machine. Yeah. And there's an episode where you actually see them disappear and people think that's like, Oh, some kind of effect, but Mm -hmm. it's not. I mean, people were there on set that day. They genuinely disappeared. And they went back to the 1930s and met. Wow. They met Neil Simon. Yeah, this is true. And they lived in the 30s for about four to five years. Is but then when they zapped back, they came right back to 1986, of course, like in that way that you do. You can be in the past for a long time. Right. Yeah. And then when you come back, it's not like the same amount of time has passed. Yeah. So they were with Neil that. Simon. They lived across the hall from Neil Simon and his wife,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Marsha. Marsha. And they mm-hmm. were the original odd couple because Nicole didn't go. It was just Marilyn and David who went. Nicole stayed. Yep. Why? Well, for her only a few hours passed because the time machine could only fit two people. out. <laughs> is, is this so, uh, duh. Is
0: this boring to people because yeah. everyone knows it already?
2: No, that's the thing. I think like, probably. Uh, yeah. No, I don't,
1: see.
4: Maybe, but I feel like they don't know it. Hmm. I feel like they don't know it. That's the point.
0: They don't really. It's
4: and like, they don't. They don't play it anymore because. Um, it was the whole soundtrack was um, the Rolling Stones. So it's too expensive. Right.
2: So you can't play it. You can't yeah. even find it on YouTube. Yeah. Right? Because it's like baked in. So you can't separate out the music tracks. This was before they would, you know, have it on like different stems or whatever. Right. It's it was all just, baked into the episode. Would they, did they have like a boombox on set and they just. They had a boombox on set. Correct. It. That's you how they, they used to do Were you on soundtrack? set
4: for this? <laughs> for a lot of the recording of this, Wendy? Were you
2: there on set? I was well as a child. Briefly, my parents let Nicole Kidman adopt me. Oh, <laughs> from Actually, when I was eight up? till twelve, with
0: one of those temporary they let adoptions. Nicole Kidman,
2: <laughs> well, she got she got tired of it, mm. so honestly, she initiated the adopt back process. <laughs> that's why um, you have such a good Australian accent, yeah. though, right?
4: And that's why sometimes, yeah. like in August. Wendy will be like, Oh, are we about to leave? Gotta grab my coat. It's winter. And I'm like,
2: What? Because <laughs> I then, lived in Australia. And it's just like an B-Buds was shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Beebuds was shot in Australia. And Meryl and yeah. David move down there because that was where he could work on his time machine unregulated like the US <laughs> has a lot of regulations about whether you can work on yes, a time so machine so much red tape Australia anything goes yeah that's their national saying anything goes <laughs>
0: that's
4: so good yeah their accent is still so strong
0: <laughs> it's I think it goes- really
2: strong
4: yeah I know <laughs> I can say one can, word in an Australian accent. Do you oh my god! Is, this oh wait,
2: a- Allison does the <laughs> same thing. <laughs> I can say oh one oh, word. Same no. word, but she can't say it as mine. Uh, she can't really. It's not say
3: Australian it. though, right? Ma- it wasn't it South, South, yeah. oh. South
1: African? South African? Safe African? Yeah,
0: it's d-
3: not South
0: African.
1: Safe. Oh. Don't I just don't I seem like Laura Logan for a second? Safe. Anyway, sorry, oh, no. Sarah. Like who? Laura yeah. Logan. The oh, um. Do you know who that is? She was a newscaster. She's,
0: she, used to she be on 60 Minutes and now she's like a right wing Fox I, That's what yeah. I was going to say.
1: Isn't that some kind of Nazi? Now she is, but now. she wasn't. And then she, it, this is actually not something to joke about, but she was reporting a story and she got groped and violated. And now yeah. she's
0: I don't gone think off the deep end. They groped her into being, becoming a right winger.
1: I don't know. I know, but these, I this think- is what I, those are the. Uh, do you remember? Oh, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, but she anyway, knows. she's a Nazi, pretty much, and now she's. But but don't oh, I sound oh like her before or
4: after? Yeah, Safe. it was like
0: it was just like she was here. Okay, but I want to hear Sarah's. Me one too. Word.
4: Oh yeah. Okay, you ready?
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Zür. Huh? <laughs> Zür. Um. What is that? Oh, like zoo? obviously, zoo in Australia. Oh, Zier. I oh. thought it might have been. Zier. Yeah. I watched this um this like this zoo show that takes place in Australia and they're like come on down to the zoo.
2: <laughs> I think that's in so good. In context it works a little yeah. better. Yeah, when but you see, said I it have it have the, sound like
4: you're I don't have the other shark. words in the accent yet so you I did. just that was
2: pretty good. Yeah. That sounds pretty have good. have to land you with zoo. Come on down to the zoo.
1: <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> Wait, Wendy, you can do all the other words
2: though.
4: No, I cannot. That'd be great. Let's, yeah, because you lived in Australia for four years. Yeah, and you were no. I I mean, yes, I can. That's what I meant. Oh,
2: yeah, come on, come on, Dan, to the (laughs) zoo. Perfect. Together, we make one perfect Australian who's going to the zoo.
0: People in Australia right now understood exactly what you were saying.
2: And here I'm a
1: I'm a South African who's lost. Which way is safe?
0: No. They don't say that. Because,
2: you I know. know, whenever you're lost, you want to know which way is south. Safe. That's what you ask. They you don't, don't say, like, say where's safe. my hotel? Or do you know where this? This whole time is, I you thought say. you were saying safe. That's how good you your safe. accent is. I know.
1: Yeah. So I was pretty sure I was nailing it on that one word. And then I listened to, so I watched some YouTube videos. Not, it was not like how to speak. Have a South African accent. It was just South Africans talking, and they don't say "safe," but in my mind, they do. They say "south," actually. But <laughs> Fascinating. <it's got>
4: a- <laughs> like just
2: exactly like we do, <laughs> almost
1: <laughs> exactly the same, pretty much. But it's got but it's got a real safe vibe. Okay, safe
0: would it sounds more like Australian to me. Oh my gosh! South Listen, sp-
1: well then that's what I do.
4: Yeah, just change. Yeah change the country, you you got it made.
1: Safe.
0: Sir. Safe. Yeah, safe. Safe. <laughs> safe.
4: Sir. Listen, after this, though, I
1: need to hear more Sarah Baker fun facts, but... Ooh. Given that we're talking about traveling all around the world, I want to tell you guys about Little Passports. There's nothing better than watching your child's imagination in action as they unlock new ways of seeing the world. Little Passports offers award-winning play-based kits. I love a kit that fuel curiosity through fun hands-on activities. They'll love the feeling of discovery almost as much as you'll love watching them. Explore So. Elliot just opened up uh, a little passports kit yesterday. It's a little suitcase, and inside it has oh a God, map, loved it. and it has little um, like cardboard. Uh, dolls. It has stickers. He's already
0: decorated the outside of the... So many things to do. and like, Yeah. It has like little fishing poles. Oh, yeah. Fishing poles. Shapes made out of wood, and it's really well made, and it's like... It had a little suitcase for him to carry around.
1: Yeah. It's so cute. Yes, it. the little fishing pole with had a crab and a starfish, and Owen loved that part. Um, they oh, yeah. both love it, though. Whether you're exploring the science of optical illusions or art in Spain, your child will love the feeling of discovering something new every month with a little passport subscription and um with super fun kits designed for curious kids, it's the perfect gift for the little adventurers in your life. Here are just a few of the subscriptions you'll find. So for kids three to five, the Early Explorers Kit ignites their imagination. Um, for five to eight, there's the Science Junior Kit. For kids six through 10, the World Edition Kit. Those are just a few of the examples. This holiday, give the young explorer in your life a world of adventure. Get 20% off any subscription with promo code Allison at littlepassports.com Order by December 20th for Christmas delivery. Free shipping included. That's littlepassports.com. Promo code Allison. Uh, listen, guys. Pack your bags for the trip of a lifetime in the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, streaming only on Peacock. This new original exclusive is the Real Housewives crossover that fans have been asking for, Daniel. Finally, you can see seven iconic housewives from four mm-hmm. different cities together in one place, including Cynthia Bailey and Kenya Moore from Atlanta, Kyle Richards from Beverly Hills, Teresa Giudice and Melissa Gorgia from New Jersey and Ramona Singer and Luann from New York City. With a crew like that, what could possibly go wrong. As any real housewives fan knows, the girls trips are legendary. Watch these housewives enter into uncharted territory as they vacation poolside in their stunning Turks and Caicos villa. This trip will not disappoint. See this exclusive crossover event now and watch new episodes every Thursday. Plus, stream more of your reality favorites on Peacock, including all past seasons of the real housewives, hit movies and shows, exclusive originals, live sports, news, and more. Go to peacocktv.com to sign Sign up. And lastly, here's something that I know that Jeff has and that Wendy oh my likes. Oh, God, if they did. Stance. Stance makes gift giving super simple this holiday season. Stance's premium line of socks, apparel, and more always come correct with colorful constructions, innovative materials, and choice fits that are built to last. Throw in an all-star curation of A-list collaborators and those lucky recipients on your holiday nice list have never had it so good. Check out stance.com for all the latest, including several different subscription options that are sure to keep your friends and family feeling great all year round um they have super cool collaborations Harry Potter Batman the Goonies maybe Beebuds i i don't know if they have Beebuds items yet Disney Oh my, I know. Pixar. Um, I, their socks are so super duper comfortable. Just today I was wearing their combed cotton, um, like no show ladies socks. They have super cool and super comfortable t-shirts. They're all, they're so great. Stance has the perfect gift for every punk and poet on your list. Go see for yourself. It's easy. Just head on over to stance.com and pick out some styles you think they might like. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary. excuse me with stance okay i think it's time for sarah baker fun fact courtesy
2: of sarah or wendy what's it gonna be
4: wait can (coughs) i have some parameters
2: what i'm gonna say i'm gonna let you tell your own story Uh, you know
4: like what's a what's a category of a fact uh something about your childhood um I, I was just thinking about this the other day because my friend, uh, Laura Bonanti was performing at Wolf Trap and I had to brag to her that I performed at Wolf Trap when I was little. What is this- Wolf Trap? Oh yeah. Details. Um, it is a, <laughs> it's a venue in like the DC area, like an outdoor, like little concerty venue. Um, but it's been there for a million years. Um, and I performed there as part of the International Children's Festival Ooh. with Bob from Sesame Street. What? Ooh. Ooh. Whoa. Hey. Yeah. How
1: uh a lot of a lot of follow up questions.
4: Yeah. How was it. Bob? So have you been performing since you were a child? No, this was totally just like I took dance class. And I don't I don't even know now what the connection was. But somehow or another, and it wasn't like I was, it was not like a professional. It could not have been less professional. It was like a totally ordinary kids dance class. But for some reason or another, they got hooked into this show or they needed, maybe they just wanted like, local area kids that must have been. Um, cause there was like dancers from Gallaudet, which is also in the area though, you know, it's a college, but, um, yeah. So I don't know how we got involved in this thing. I've also mentioned, I think that I have a terrible memory. <laughs> um, I don't know if I've mentioned it cause I have a terrible memory. <laughs> um, no, but yeah. And so I don't know how we got involved and it wasn't like, I, it, you know, it was like a little group dance with a bunch of kids and, and Bob, but it was Bob, yeah, he was like the m c was he nice How he was super nice, I oh. mean, I didn't like it's not like I got a- any one on one time with Bob, <laughs> which is probably right. I was a child, but um, but yeah, he was he was very nice to all the kids, and I mean, he was definitely like you know, putting on a show, so you know i I think he was like you know he was trying to make it good, but um, but he was friendly to everybody, and he was like he was talking about, oh. Because Gallaudet performed, and it, it's like a um, you know, a university for people with hearing differences. And so he like told a story about, or he sang it ain't easy being green, and then kind of connected it to Gallaudet and got like very like teary and stuff. So it was, it was very sweet, Tony. I oh. think, I think, I, I think I know what I just heard.
1: That's a fun fact, oh, wonderful. Wow. And we need one more something. Oh that tells us a little bit well i mean that did but I'm trying to give you some parameters it can really be anything if you've been attacked yeah. by an animal at the zoo, yeah. um do you have um are you afraid of anything crazy have you
4: just normal things <laughs> <of
2: them>. um <laughs> uh really wendy, it can be anything can you, can, you, can you think of anything fun about me wendy I'm very bad when I get put on the spot. That's I how I like, feel. I don't know. That's um, a fun fact. To, oh, that is I'm a fun fact. Think. We're both improvisers who don't, like being, who don't like being put on the spot. I could make something
1: up. That'd be, we'll, we'll take that. You know, I have to tell you, I was thinking ahead of time, I should just tell you, muse on some fun facts. Normally I do, but then I'm like, I don't want to like get in the middle of your work day
4: and... What work day, by the way? That's a fun fact. I yeah. have a work day. Okay. That's a fun fact. <laughs> well,
1: I feel like we've gotten a lot of fun facts. I still would like to hear what Wendy had in mind.
4: Um, I lived in a, um, I, I, you, you, I, thought, I did think of this earlier when we were talking about traveling. I did um, live in Nigeria Ooh. for a short period of time. Tony.
1: That's a fun fact.
4: <laughs> yeah. How was it and why? My dad, it was when I was in college and my dad was sort of, he worked, um, we, I grew up in the DC area in the suburbs and my dad always worked for the government. He worked for like the department of agriculture for a while, state department for a while. And, um, my brother and I were going to be in college at the same time. So, you know, that's a lot of money. And so my, and this budget officer job came up in the foreign service so and i guess my parents were like up for the adventure of it or whatever so they um they my dad took this job in nigeria and actually my mom was able to teach there too she was a teacher she taught special ed here but there she just taught like four-year-olds um were they low but, talkers nothing i i don't remember ever hearing her talk about quiet four-year-old but you have a bad memory so that's true that's true it's possible <laughs> Um, yeah, so, so it was mostly just when I was like on breaks from school, I would go to Nigeria and I did get to work one summer in like their visa department, the consular department, like just looking up people cause they had files to like check if people had applied before and stuff like that. So cool. yeah, it was, I mean, it, you know, it was crazy. It's a, it's a, a wholly different place than anywhere I'd ever been before much less lived. I mean, you're pretty sheltered there. Like, you know, we lived on like, I would imagine it's similar to like, if you're in the military, like not a base exactly, but, um, you would live on these compounds with like, maybe there'd only be like eight houses or something, but it wasn't like I got to just like be in Africa, you know, exploring exactly. Mm -hmm. But it was, it was cool. It was very different. That's neat. That's a, a fun in, fact. Oh, yeah. It was a good time in life to be exposed to like totally different stuff, I think, because I was like 19, you know.
1: Yeah. I've never been to Africa. I've never. Like, Wendy traveled abroad. I did not. Dead. I
2: did not go to Nepal. Um Yes. True. You didn't. I would have seen you there. If you were on the same program. <laughs> I Unless, Wow, what if I found out you were there but you would have I me know. <laughs> I do feel like if I if I did it
1: right, I could have gone there and avoided you if I really planned it out ahead of time. But
2: I don't know why no, I would. It's a, yeah, you could have easily. I mean, to say you couldn't go to a whole other country and avoid one person. I think anyone could do that.
1: Yes. However, and this is sort of a just me or everyone. As someone who didn't study abroad, all I ever heard of were stories of like, yeah, I was, you know, studying abroad in Scotland, but we went to Germany or no, we went to Spain and I ran it like everyone always ran into each other in every country somehow.
2: Well, I have I I've told you guys my incredibly unlikely run into someone in England story, right? No, but I I don't
1: think this does is not ringing a bell. Um, But I just want to say before you even start, this just
2: proves how right I am. No, I know. <laughs> I'm about to prove your point. I, I love you for that. About to prove your point. And I feel like I have told this story before. So at any point, you make a loud, I bet, Tony, I bet you have a loud buzzing sound.
3: Uh, yes, I Yes. At can any have. point,
2: anyone raises their hand, I feel like just give me the X and I'll stop the story, and your poor listeners won't have oh. to listen to the story they've heard before. Now I'm torn because I love sound effects, so I want to hear a buzz, <laughs> but I want to hear
1: the story too. Question: okay. Before we start, Daniel, Tony, do you feel like you've heard this story before?
3: I don't think so. I. I don't think that I have. Maybe it was. Maybe she told it before. I, before my time
2: oh maybe
3: uh, i'm usually not listening to this show so <laughs> yeah. just...
2: at least of all me
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, so... daniel's only interested in me if i'm in my ghillie suit <laughs> fucking rising up out of the lawn <laughs> for a fair that's the only way i can get his attention
0: wait if um, you could get into a ghillie suit I'm, i've been trying to get allison thingy. to wear a ghillie suit
2: what's a ghillie Daniel, suit that's what i've been talking about the whole time i told her last week gilly like, from
0: saturday night Live.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what a ghillie suit Makes you look like like the grass or the leaves no, Or the bushes I'm,
0: oh okay I've been try- I've been trying I've to get Allison to dress like ghillie Is Santa this like a life. hunting
2: thing oh that's different That's different is it a hunting yeah, it's like The marines the marines it. Is that wear it called a ghillie Suit like
0: yeah. do they so they yes, do, do they suit. shoot someone and then pop up and go Sorry
2: <laughs> Yeah yes
1: it's Sorry. a combination Daniel actually Loved it. I feel like and I love Kristen Wig but Gilly was not my favorite but Daniel does have a thing for Gilly.
0: Then he,
2: yeah. I don't you can win him back.
0: Gilly Gilly is uh Gilly sh- is one of those sketches I shouldn't like.
2: That's a great like hallo- couple's Halloween costume. Is one of you wears like a ghillie suit, like the yes. military version, and one of you dresses like ghillie from Silent Life. I fun. like that a lot. Okay, so let's hear the story that we may have may have heard before, but I don't think so. I still, it's still hard for me to believe that this happened. Is that when we were going to go? Lizzie, my youngest sister, who's now my writing partner, was studying abroad in England. She was in college. We decided to go. It was like our first really, truly big trip that Jeff and I had taken together. I had a sense that he was probably going to propose to me on this trip, um, which he then, in fact, did. And the entire time before we left, I kept saying, you know, if I meet Hugh Grant, though, I'm going to leave with him. I'm going to be (laughs) with him if I meet or see Hugh Grant for like months, a year. Over and over, I said, if I see you, Grant, I'm just out of there. Like, that's it. (laughs) Probably the third night we were there in London, we went to a restaurant. It had Star in the name and it was an Indian food restaurant. And we picked it. It was on something, you know, like a guide or whatever, but it wasn't particularly, I don't think it was particularly like of the moment or anything like that. We were sitting in the front of the restaurant. We ate our dinner. We were almost done. And out of the back (laughs) of the restaurant, Fucking Jemima Khan, who he was dating at the time, comes out first. And I was like, that's Jemima Khan. And then right behind her, Hugh Grant. Whoa! Like, out of all, like, how do you find, like, for a year or two have joked about seeing Hugh Grant in London, which the odds are so slim. We did not go anywhere on purpose to see him. We did not court it. It was a random restaurant that we were at where he walked out from the back. And I was like, what the Fuck! Like I literally, to this day, cannot believe that actually happened. Now, did you stand it up and follow? So him? unlikely. <laughs> I did not. I didn't think he was. Who called your bluff? But don't you think that's bizarre? That, it's crazy. Yes, it it's crazy. is. It is
1: it's crazy. But this is seems to be what happens for everyone abroad. I've been abroad. You always
2: find the person
1: that they're Just looking for. Weird, a celebrity. like I, it was uh, it. It was Octo- It was Carnival, and I ran into my that girl I went to camp with. It was Oktoberfest, and I ran it. I, don't I know. like
2: predicted it. Yeah. I said is, it out loud so that, many yeah. times. I and know, it but it's just under the category, person. and Could what it I know, just like a regular restaurant. Yeah,
0: Fans that is the... crazy. If gone
2: to like a, a fancy hotel, and he'd been there. Yeah. That I get. If we'd even gone to see a play, mm-hmm. and he was at that play. No, this was just a, sense, a Why restaurant. was he like? That's what makes me feel like we're living in a simulation. Well yeah, Fan, like
0: fans of the universe uh, would say that you put it into the
3: universe. I
2: know, but that's some other universe, right? Yeah. I don't think I believe in any of that.
3: <laughs> don't had, get a, a, a few that. of those don't, types of moments also. Really? Yeah. With Hugh Grant? That, I, 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 did, Hugh I did see Hugh Grant in person once. Uh, what? What's but, uh,
1: your Hugh Grant story?
3: It was very brief, but it was when uh, Motion City was in New York making one of our records. It was when we were working with Adam Schlesinger, uh, mm-hmm. and he had just, well, I think it was still working on or had just, no, I guess they were still working on, uh, that movie. It didn't do well, but it music and lyrics. Oh, I had saw Hugh that. Grant mm-hmm. and Drew yes. Barrymore,
1: I think. Yes. That's not sure. great.
3: And they sang their own songs in it. And Adam worked on the music in that. And mm. there was a point I was in the lounge upstairs at the studio and heard an English voice downstairs. And then I looked outside as I heard the door open again and I saw him get, you heard some, leave. you heard some schluffing. Yeah.
0: Schluffing. What is that? Doesn't
3: he schluff? Doesn't he? Sh- he, I feel like he schluffs a lot. Like shuffle? I, I said, Sluff? I said, yeah, like I knew what that meant. Sounds but I didn't know. It's don't like say a-
2: the word shuffle.
1: <laughs> 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 do, you need, do you need your problematic
2: whistle that Daniel mentioned at the top? Yeah. Um, um, Sarah, it's a whole story. Allison. Thinks that I want to see her do fancy shuffling, and I don't.
0: Nobody.
1: I just want to do fancy shuffling. I feel
2: like,
0: honey, you could you could learn it if this is really your dream. I've tried. And not, so I've tried. I think you're full. Here we it.
2: are again. No,
1: <laughs> you're saved, Wendy, by the fact that Daniel said a word that I don't know what it means.
2: What's shuffling?
0: Shuffling. What does That's that? What mean? He does. Yeah, I know.
2: I know. That's what I said. Well, what does it mean? Are you talking about a type of walking or a type of talking?
0: It's all of it. What? It's a whole, what, are it's you, a whole what are you talking Sarah, have attitude? you ever
2: Tony of no, any of no, no, no.
1: no one knows. We're just supposed to understand what schluffing is. Mm-hmm. It's
0: what Hugh it's it's so it's It's the thing that he does. He shluffs.
1: Oh, like like humps. Yeah. <laughs> also made up.
0: He's just shluffy.
1: Like the way he's all like cute and rumpled. Yeah. And and twink. he kind of like glints a little bit. Yeah. Twinkly. Yeah. Wendy, I have a bad... you guys aren't
0: familiar with him as, as well as I am. I
1: have a bad for Hugh Grant. It di- it did you also? Or do you also?
2: Yes. yes. And how does he, the, he look, he's by the He's the British the way. bad boy. I think he looked fine. I was honestly so shocked that I feel yeah. like I didn't take it in properly. Like, in my mind, he had a white dress shirt on. Possibly not, though. Possibly <laughs> not. Hmm. Who knows what he was wearing? I was so stunned by the development my adrenal system was going absolutely bonkers, and in my mind, I was like, "Did Jeff arrange this somehow?" But he didn't. It was literally in like a guide or a or a map or something that said this was a good restaurant, and we had looked at it, and we were near it, and we went into it. Was, like there was no planning? There was nothing. Was Jeff stunned as well? Very stunned. Was he scared? Yes. He was not scared of losing. I you. don't think he thought that Hugh Grant was going to. Ditch Jemima Khan for me. And who's Je- I've heard this moment. name, but who is yeah, Jemima Khan? Who is that? Is she a model? She is a yes, I think she's a beautiful
4: Is woman. she
0: on Real World?
2: Um no. No,
4: that's just Cinda.
0: Oh.
2: Who went out with Chris Hardwick. Yes. She's now Jemima Goldsmith, it looks like, and she's a writer now. And she's a consultant on the crown. Mm-hmm. I'm Googling her for everyone to find out about Jemima Khan, Hugh Grant, but they were together. Did Jemima Khan go out with Hugh Grant? Yes. When did they, or why did they split? When did they split? I don't know. What if it but was they that did, night? They were together.
4: What if they split up that <laughs> night? Oh my and God. And he didn't know why, but he just, he felt like something was wrong because he'd seen you.
2: Yeah. That's probably what it was. It's like there was a little like glitch in the matrix. Yeah. And then that was it. So you didn't actually. Yeah. Meet, they split but... up in 2007 and we were there in 2006, I think, Whoa. or 2005. No, we were there in 2005. So it took so a it minute, took but years. yeah, it took a while for her him to realize like he was haunted by my memory. Yeah. <laughs> That's you know? crazy. Yeah. Really weird. Right. Yes.
1: I've heard that he's not that nice a guy. Oh, I'm sure not, right? Anyone here have pers- a more <laughs> personal it. experience? No. What did you think? Did you when you heard him schluff, Tony?
3: <laughs> I I, it, I didn't hear nearly enough. It was a very like last second thing where I like heard the voice as he was leaving and saw him get in the car. I was about it. So
1: Got it. Yeah. Um, Wendy, you just recently had an interaction with Patty Lapone, right? <gasps> hmm
4: I Ooh. saw Patty Lapone one time. Oh yeah, what? she was on your show,
2: right? Yeah, she was super nice. I was really intimidated to get to record with her, and she was—I was like picturing like she's a legend, like she could be really mean to me, and I wouldn't even care. I'd be like, yeah. "Yes, <laughs> kick me." <laughs> but she was great. She was super nice. Um, I've been so, listening
1: to Avita
4: a lot, so
2: yeah, the is on my mind. I'm obsessed with her.
4: Yeah, I was like attending a Broadway show, and she was there, and I was like, "This is too perfect that she would be here." But yeah, it was a show. That wait I, now I'm confused, but it was a show that my friend was in, but I can't remember what show it was. But whatever it was, I went backstage, which obviously I would not normally. But I think it, it was because my friend was in the show, and um, and so I saw her like backstage. But again, it's what am I going to do? And I was, I felt like even if I was just like, I I love you, I think you're wonderful. You just feel like she could. Be really mean, and so I didn't want to ruin the moment for myself, so I just didn't say anything. She she gets right, that all the time, or just like
2: just like a regular person where she just like is not in the mood to yeah. talk to someone or something. Like sure, like you never know. No, like I'm sure you Grant is fine, but like to expect anyone to be like like super like nice to everyone all the time is like a wild expectation no, anyway. Yeah. I guess so. Like yeah, I don't well, know what i I just about don't him. want to
4: like carry that with me if it's somebody I really like. Then yeah. I'm always like, I have to only meet them under the right, perfect circumstances or else I could yeah. ruin it for myself.
1: Yeah. I had a therapist in New York who ran into Larry, not ran into, but like saw Larry David somewhere and went up and, and told him how much she liked him. And she was telling me the story and she was saying like, yeah, he I, he looked like he didn't want to be talked Larry to, did? but I just, I, he, he, what?
0: <laughs> what'd you say? I mean, of all the people, he's the one I would say for sure would not want to talk to
1: you. (laughs) Right, but she she's like, I just had to because I just I love his show so much. But I was I don't know, it was weird that it was my therapist because I was like, but you read his body language, (laughs) like you knew. It's interesting.
4: And literally, Larry David. That's I mean, if anything, I would think you would go up to Larry David hoping to have a Larry David Mm -hmm. experience which would yeah, be him to tell him to leave you alone. Yeah, exactly. Like that's <laughs> that would be it. Right. I think he yeah. was
3: nice but maybe hurried. Um oh yeah, can I can I share my weird summoning story real quick? Yes, please. Yes. Uh it, it's 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 different but you'll you'll see. It's it's very strange. So uh in like 2000 uh, when I was in my old old band, the band was called Submerge and uh, we played a show in Fort Wayne, Indiana, just this really small, like, punk club, crappy venue thing. And we played with the band No Use for a Name. We played the played the show, never really, you know, whatever, moved on, never really thought about it again. And cut to, like, four or five years later, when I'm on tour with Motion City, Uh, we are playing somewhere in Florida. I forget what city it was, but uh, as we're driving to the venue, for some reason, there was something about where we were that reminded me of that area in Fort Wayne that day. And I even turned to our bass player who was in both bands with me. And I said, you remember that show we played in Fort Wayne with no use for a name, blah, blah. It's like, doesn't this like remind you of that? And he was like, yeah, it kind of does. I hadn't really thought about that in a while. We play the show that night after we're done. A guy comes up to me and he goes, Hey, you were in submerge, right? And I said, yeah, he goes, "Uh, I played with you years ago. I played in a band called no use for a name.
2: So weird. That's Before, so uh, weird when that happens. Yeah. So weird. It was
3: really weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, so a little different, but yeah, equally strange.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That is really, really weird. Because so what are the fucking chances? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, it's like my really good impression of a South African person staying South. Mm-hmm. I hadn't thought of it for ages. And then Daniel and I were just talking about the other day. And then it came up on this show.
2: I feel like I've heard Just about like that, yeah. nothing else.
3: Like, a like, that.
2: like every day for like a year. Did you like those
1: those shoes that I posted a photo of on Twitter and uh, tagged you in of their no. shoes with like the playing like cards in the um, what is that part of the shoe called? The front of the, the shoe? Front? In the front. <laughs> well, so I think, front of the I think cobblers <laughs> refer to it as it's something like front. Okay, yeah. We need to say hello and welcome and thank you to some new patrons.
3: Wants to say thank you to a couple of special people out there who to be new patrons.
1: Hello and welcome, Daniel Schweitz. He has increased his pledge. Hello and welcome to Grant Erickson. And hello and welcome to Wren Beach. <laughs> Wendy. Do you feel a song? Do you feel? Okay, wait, I need the
2: names, and you have to put them in chat. I'll do
1: it. Okay, here we go.
2: Sarah, I usually sing a song for the new patrons. Oh, if You want to join in? It, it's very, it's usually very beautiful and moving. Hold on, I'm going to click yeah, on that. Yeah, have the some chat. tissues I ready. See anything? It's it's not there yet because autocorrect okay. is fucking me. Okay.
4: I mean, Ren Beach is a fantastic name. Isn't Daniel
2: Sh- Schweitz or Schweitz, do you think? Oh, I it's whatever you feel best serves your composition. Oh, my gosh. I really. Whoo. I don't know if I have it today, because last time, remember, I crashed and burned. I made Tony take a song out. I mean, I really <laughs> lost it. <laughs> no really, really <laughs> no, lost you've it
4: perfectly now set yourself up to do a great song because you yeah. really underplayed it yeah
2: i just i feel like empty of all inspiration that's, that's what you might you might like, do I your can't best even work start like because i don't even know what i'm doing like i can't even remember how or why we do this bit what do i do i thank them yeah, you just start singing a song and you tell, tell us facts generally. about them. I mean, okay.
1: generally, there's One like a...
2: to say thank you to Ren Beach who found a way to be a patron even though she's so busy inventing beaches. She's the inventor of beaches and yet she found time to give. And then there's Grant Erickson Who invented boys named Eric, boys around the world who have standard short brown hair. Every Eric you know has short brown hair, and he sort of likes sports, and he only (laughs) likes regular food. Don't make him an adventurous dinner. And then there's Daniel Schweitz. He invented fights. Schweitz <laughs> is a product that you can buy. And what it is, you'll be surprised. It's not what you think. It is a special hat for fish. <laughs> if you have a fish and it needs a hat, you can go on Schweitz.com and buy it. A Schweitz, which is a hat for a fish, and you wouldn't think fish needs hats, (laughs) but there are certain fish who are self conscious about their foreheads, (laughs) and those fish appreciate Daniel Schweitz for understanding and knowing them in a way that others don't. So if you see, a a dolphin wash up on one of the beaches invented by Ren Beach and it has a hat on you're thanking Daniel Schweitz Wow. end of song oh my god Wendy (laughs) I feel like that might it was stirring yeah to me it felt patriotic
0: yeah I was thinking it should be our new national anthem it's
2: probably gonna be the new Probably the new national anthem. How I don't want to get ahead of myself, though.
1: Love to sing that at a baseball game or mm-hmm. on Monday morning in assembly yeah. at yeah, school. We,
3: we probably all should have stood up and took our hats off. I mean, yeah. except well, for the fish. Yeah. True, yes.
2: Unless you're self-conscious. That was so good. So. You have outdone yourself. I resign. Oh. <laughs> I resign. I'm sorry. From this po- from this podcast. Now, see, a little thing you, that you don't know. We'll stop so- the podcast and go get you some cocaine.
0: There's no resigning from this
2: yeah, podcast. Yeah, that's me, my drop. Yeah, only good thing I've ever done. <laughs> my only source of pride in this world. That was crazy because you were taking a drink, and I was like,
4: did my- oh, what you- How did that happen? <laughs> it so I looked like a trick. I,
2: I could throw my voice. Here, here we go, Tony, do it again. Let's you stop the start podcast start. and go get some cocaine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's a little gurgle wow. in your voice so it sounds like it almost sounds like you're saying it yeah. while drinking.
2: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's
1: that not is. let's not gloss over this. The thing about this podcast is you cannot resign. If you ever do something oh, right. funny, you have to do it over and over again mm-hmm. and no one resigns.
2: Right. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. That's fine. <laughs> At least you have a code, you know. A man has to have a code and yeah. you have a code. You think That's I right. want
0: to do intros?
2: Oh my god. <laughs>
0: That's something that I want
1: to do. He's been doing that. How many years has it been now? It's been since 2015.
0: Every week for years. This, this is hell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Sometimes I'll jokingly be like, do you not want to write him anymore? And he's like, I don't. I'm like, okay. So anyway, not. here's the guest for tonight. Um, Boy, we are almost out of time. You know, we could, let's do just me or everyone real fast.
0: Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Okay.
1: While they pull up over here, which seems to be taking a little while, um, I will remind everyone if you like what you're hearing, please leave us a nice comment on Apple Podcasts. It helps the show, it helps people find the show, it helps the algorithm. Uh, and it makes me happy to read them. So thank you so much for your nice comments. Um, and while it just scrolls endlessly, I will share my own just me or everyone. I had the weirdest experience the other day. I was, it was in the middle of the day and I was napping, but I wasn't asleep. And it was like, I feel like a cap came off like a, a, a bunch of memories like a bunch of and I was able and it was a bunch of memories from college, Wendy. I was mm. able but it, like I was able to like walk into the memories and kind of look around and remember how a bunch of stuff felt. And it was oh. so crystal clear. It was so weird. Has anyone had that experience of like all of a sudden a whole batch of memories from a time of your life become so vivid and in and. and you're like, oh, I guess they were there all along. I just haven't accessed them in 20 years or something. It was so bizarre.
4: That's really cool. It was, yeah, it was
1: neat. I know the way, the way I'm describing it almost makes it sound like lucid dreaming. And it wasn't like that exactly, but it was like these, it was like looking at photographs from a time of life that was a long time ago. Anyone have? Did you had, go to the coop? I went to the coop. Yeah. I, in used your my, my, I, went, I, I used my dream. I went, I used my coop
2: box. I did just like while you were saying that, I was like, oh yeah, those French fries at the coop yeah. that were like long and thick and square. And every once in a while, you went and had lunch at the coop, and it was like expensive. Yeah, it was like five five dollars or something. I, and we were like, can we afford this? We would go
1: to the coop. Right. I didn't go to the coop, but I did go to Frere in my in my memory in my awake lucid memory thing. Sure. I went to Frere, and I remembered the milk dispensers and the salad oh, bar. Oh yeah. And yeah. yeah, remember the milk dispensers? It was like this, like weighted tube. Yeah, right? like and, but the but the lever was like this weighted metal thing. Yeah, and yep. the coffee that was like, have they ever made coffee here? Because this is just brown water. And snack this, the cereal dispensers. too. It was a lot of dispensers in mm-hmm. my dream. Yeah, I mean my my awake thing. Okay, let's see if these pulled up. Oh my god, what is happening? Um. Oh, here we go. Okay. Here we go. A foot-related Just Me or Everyone. So Just Me or Everyone is a segment where people write in with things they think or do, and they wonder it Just Me or Everyone is everyone we weigh in. If you want to send yours in, at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F on Twitter, use the hashtag J-M-O-E for, J- for Just Me or Everyone. Um, okay, Demian says, Just Me or Everyone, all my toenails do not grow at the same
4: rate. I think that's
0: everyone. <laughs> Seems like it.
4: Yeah, I feel like my regular fingernails are like that, but I don't know that I've noticed that with my toenails. I feel like my toenails mm. are pretty synced up. I feel like my toenails grow very slowly. Is that, they that's got
0: to be your yeah. yeah.
1: Why is that though? It's not like we're dogs and they're getting like ground down on the sidewalk or something.
4: Maybe they're further from your your heart. I mean, they are so the blood
2: supply doesn't get that works response? for me that know. sounds
1: right that sounds like it's got to be right
2: i don't even know because i've discussed before i'm a gross monster who doesn't take care of myself so like i only notice my toenails when they've become like long lady fingernails and i'm, <laughs> I'm like okay these have to go i'm kind
3: of the same way admittedly yeah i'm gross,
4: oh, I oh, a gross see
2: i like to monster. polish my toenails i feel like
4: my my fingernails which everybody can see are way more disgusting but my toenails i like to like put color on for fun not that i'm great or anything but
1: what position do you do it in? Like, do you, are you standing up with your foot on a <laughs> ledge? Are you sitting down? How do
4: I'm you do it? I'm sitting down. I, I, yeah, I think I'm, like, sitting on my couch. I guess maybe for parts of it, I might put it, like, on the coffee table mm-hmm. and do a little, like, that action. But mostly I think I'm sitting, like, Indian – oh, not Indian style. apple applesauce? Sitting, yeah, Chris like, cross, cross- cross-legged, and I just, like – do it huh. like that. I think They're I not would great, get, and that's probably why I don't have a. I don't have a great method.
1: If I tried to do it sitting cross-legged, I feel like I would get nail polish everywhere. Maybe I'll try though. I also think I feel like I've heard of people doing it like l- on your back with your foot in the air on the bed. Again, I would Absolutely also not. nail polish would I don't,
2: rain I don't down. Don't do on any you. of this stuff. No, that's what, crazy. Have, yeah,
1: I have stuff. I did it so I used to get pedicures and then during lockdown a fun misanthropic game that i played with myself was like how long can i grow (laughs) out my toenails uh and then i think we i discussed that recently because i was gonna go to the pool gather the yumi and dave uh and our kids Mm -hmm. at your house i decided Mm -hmm. to do a little bit of grooming but that's it's 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 been some time I think I should. uh, Anyway, okay. Lauren Kay says, when I smack and kill a mosquito, say on my arm or hand, and I see blood, I wonder whose blood it might be. Like if my neighbor is outside too, what if it's a little of their blood? Gross. I find it especially gross when I smack a bug and see blood.
4: But I assume it's mine because they're on me. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
3: that's what I would assume.
1: I don't always assume that because sometimes I'll see one like on the wall and I'll hit it. But it probably was mine or that of someone I love.
2: I just go like this <sighs> go ahead. Like when a mosquito's mm, on me. Really? That's nice. Let it No, no I don't. Uh, <laughs> like how low my self esteem is. I'm just like, go ahead. It's fine. <laughs> just have it. <laughs> it's good. Um,
1: okay. And Lauren Kay also says the delay for turning the sound on or off on Instagram messes me up every time. I just somehow I I don't know that it's the delay, but I always am trying to turn the sound on or off and it's like not registering.
0: Well now it'll do that thing where it'll pop into reels or something. And so you think you're turning it off and it just It just opens it onto
4: your whole screen, I know.
0: Yeah. And then I hate that.
1: Me too. Wendy Wright, another Wendy, says, really dislike overuse of text reactions. It's annoying to have to open up a text to reduce my notifications just to see that someone liked a text. Wouldn't be as bad if it didn't create a notification. Is this just an iPhone thing? Hashtag just mirror everyone. Well, I think that there's probably a setting where you can disable that. Um,
0: I like them, actually. Yeah,
1: I find them... I find them to be I you know, I used to I'm be very of, anti-emoticon back when they were just emoticons as opposed to emojis uh but I, I find that I find all that to be nice and and personable
0: and cute well, and they're whatnot. talking about the reactions though not the emo- emojis.
1: yeah no I know but I'm just saying any all the symbols on a phone I'm fine
2: with all of it
3: I'm kind of torn. Never,
2: I've never gotten a text, so I would love (laughs) to get one. If any of you guys want to text me ever, like I'm just really open to making friends, you know. Oh, Wendy, if any of you guys want to text me, like, hey, what's up? How how are you doing? This is where all I think everybody
4: just like everybody's pretty busy, so.
2: Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That's why I assume I haven't got yeah. any texts at all, even though I'm just waiting, you know, yeah. like to get one on my
3: phone. And you s- say, hey, what's up? How you doing? That's what you're looking for? I just want to remember Yeah, just this. something okay. like
2: that. Like, hey, what's up? Or like... She doesn't actually know just what's like a funny... in
4: texts because she's right. never No,
2: but that one. was right. my guess. Or like a funny, like, I think it's a GIF. Like, like I think there's like a Garfield one <laughs> that some people have gotten or like somebody like eating a bunch of popcorn and like... Oh, what's going to happen next? Like, if I got that one, I just feel like that'd be pretty exciting for me.
3: Okay. All right. Love
2: to get one. What about, so, I think there's,
1: I've heard of one, like, Tony's favorite, it has Denzel in it. Ugh. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> the most overused thing on the internet. It's that one, right? <laughs> yep. Where you, like, yep. gets,
2: relieved, gets relieved, relieves Denzel. Yeah, starts yep. laughing, yeah. And it's almost always that someone is trending on Twitter yes. and they check to make yes. sure they're not dead yep. and then they put that up. You as can't
3: a- not see that GIF if you look click on that person's name. Yes, yes
2: totally.
4: But some of those, like, you know, the classics are classics for a reason. I'm not saying the Desen- Denzel one specifically, but like the bird that's like,
2: like I'm always, <laughs> I always have
4: cause to use that.
2: Oh, I love, I love gifts. Yeah. I love them very much. I have to use fewer. I'm like a grandma who just fell in love with something on the internet <laughs> and loves to put them up.
1: I, I love them too. I have a question though, before we go, this is tech talk. Uh, cause I don't use them all the time. And when I go to look for one, I'm always just like scrolling and scrolling. Is there some place that you put do you put them somewhere if you like them and use them frequently? Or do you just go to the same repository of gifts that I do where you're just like scrolling looking for when you like?
2: I just do the one that's available on your text bar. Yeah. The red yeah. thing.
1: Okay. Yeah. I just use so that. So it's not like people have them saved somewhere or something. I'm the great I one I think now.
2: some pro- people probably do. Yeah.
0: I do. There's, I, there's like an f- app I can show it to you that I have where I have a few that I like that I'll put in there
3: all right i feel like if you used it recently too it'll just kind of be at the top like no matter what maybe yeah
0: that sounds
1: about right like with uh emojis all right you guys i'm old um this has been so much fun thank you so much for coming on everyone um let's see i already i already asked you guys to leave us nice comments thank you for that make sure you're subscribed uh wherever you listen to podcasts so that you get the, so you don't miss an episode. Follow me on social media at Alison Rose on Twitter and Instagram. Um, Sarah, would you like to plug anything? Tell them where they can find you, et cetera.
4: Um, I guess, yeah, you can watch the Kaminsky method on Netflix. um, Or um, sometimes I'm a voice on this, these really great shows called Bob's burgers and the great (laughs) North and Central Park actually. Love that. Yeah. And are you on social media? Do you want people to follow you? Sure, you can if you want. But don't feel pressured, guys. Um, I I am Sarah Baker, but I am I always forget which is which, but I'm Barra Saker on Instagram or Twitter and Barra Sakers on Instagram or Twitter because Sarah Baker's an incredibly common name.
1: We everyone will find you if they want,
2: no if pressure. Wendy, what about you? I'm at Wendy Molyneux on Twitter. I'm at Great North Wendy on Instagram. And I like never post there because it's public facing Instagram, which terrifies me and I don't like it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And what else? Yes. Please watch the Great North. Um, There are many over 20, I think, episodes now available on Twitter. I mean, on Hulu. Jesus, what's wrong with me? On Hulu. You can binge watch the show now on Hulu and maybe you'll like it. It's kind of new, but get into it. Watch a few. You Do know? it, you guys. It has... Watch a few and then you'll know. It has friend
1: of the show, Paul Rust. It yeah. has friend of... Nick Offerman.
2: Nick Offerman. Come on. Megan Mullally, right? Yeah. Megan Mullally, Jenny Slate, Aletus Morissette, Dulce Salone, Aparna, Nancherla. Lots of wonderful guest stars. Um, I think I said... All the mains, but I feel like I'm forgetting someone. Will, oh, yeah. Will Forte. Will Forte. Will Forte. Um, so, yeah. And then Bob is still writing on Bob's Burgers and um, have a uh, podcast with fellow Allison Rosen appearing person, David Hunsberger called These Are Those Tapes, which you can find wherever. It's just a silly improv podcast that you can check out. And I think that's it for me. That's Thank all. you. That's all I have. I feel like that was more than enough. I wish there did was less. You,
3: did you want to give? everyone yeah, your, I know. Did you want to give everybody your phone number so you could get some? Text oh
2: yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I honestly idea. almost want to. I wonder what would happen. <laughs> but I feel like they're like, what if there's one wild person out there who's like, I fucking hate you, bitch, and then that's all I'll think about forever. So, yeah. Maybe not. That seems like a terrible idea. I'm gonna set up some kind of like, like I bet there's some way you can set up a number for people to text. Yeah, that's, that's what the famous people first, are so doing now.
4: That's what, like, Amy yeah. Schumer did, Zoe Dational, I
1: think, did. That's what my Patreon, I- you know, where I say on Patreon, there's a level where you can text me, and I'll text you back. That's what that uh-huh. is. I, ha- I have a number like that.
2: Well, and I- we I famous people like do this. It. Anyone- <laughs> it's not like I'm famous or anyone would care, but like, there have been times when I get the crazy right wing people are like, I'm going to come shoot yeah. you. And yeah. I'm just like, okay, cool. And if one of them like got serious about it, I wouldn't want them to have my phone number. No. I don't think you need to justify not giving your phone number out at the end of the show. (laughs) I told you I have low self-esteem. I tell the mosquito, go go ahead. That would be my version of telling the mosquito to go ahead. Daniel, what about you?
0: Well, I am finally serious about Amaz- The Amazon list. Yeah. What do you call that, Allison?
1: Oh yeah. Well, so I am. I am an Amazon influencer. Yeah. Uh, and I have lists put together of items that I like and that I recommend. Go peruse them. Yeah. And go to Amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. Amazon. dot com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. It's an easy way to see cool things and also support the show without so costing me extra. I have
0: decided that it's probably useful. For the gals out there who don't know what to get their guys, I'm going to, I'm putting by the time this episode drops, oh my God, that's there's going to be, I uh, know, there's going to be some stuff and I'm going to keep adding to it stuff that I like that if you Gift have guide. a weird guy in your life like me, uh, might give you some ideas because I am constantly looking for ideas. So it's, it would be useful for me. So maybe it'll be useful for you and Thank fun. Thank you. Thank you, Daniel. So go there and follow me at Daniel Quants at Twitter and Instagram if you want to get bummed out.
1: And <laughs> Tony, what about you?
3: <laughs> I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Tony Thaxton. And my podcast, Bizarre Albums, every Tuesday. And if you're listening to this on Thursday, the day it comes out, I uh, will be playing drums tonight with Don't Stop or We'll Die for a live stream Yeah, on Twitch. It'll be at 830 Pacific. Um, but yeah, you can, I'll be posting links on- There's a new album coming stuff, out, right? So. What's up?
0: There's a new album coming out, right?
3: Yeah, another collection of songs from our uh, Song of, song a Week podcast that we do. Fun. Um That's So yeah, fun. it's going to be a collection of those, but yeah, live stream this Thursday, whatever, what is that, the 19th? Yeah. The 18th. 18th, sure, there we go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah, and listen to my Jody Sweeten episode, which dropped on Monday. Um, You guys, thank you so much. It's so much fun. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye.
0: Hey, do you know my